Hello, everyone. Today is October 20th, 2019, and it is time for an all-new episode of Soap Chat. We have a lot to discuss today about the day, uh, the state of daytime soap operas, but before we get into that, let's check on the co-host. Tiggs, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I hope everybody's having a great Sunday evening. And Rodrigo, how are you doing? I am good. Recovering, but good. Had a long weekend, but... And then Alan, how are you? Fine, sweeties. We are already kicking off. Well, anyway, we're going to really dissect all four shows quite in depth tonight. Uh, so let's just jump right in. I asked all the co-hosts, including myself, to pick a female character that you think a show should focus in on? Who do you think can come as that new lead, uh, leading lady? Um, Tiggs, we'll start with you. Who do you think should be the new leading lady of The Young and the Restless, and why do you think they'd be a good fit? Well, of course, Amanda. I mean, Michelle Morgan, that says it all. She needs better writing and a, and a lace one instead of a wig, but, you know. <laughs> And what story could you see Amanda tackling to become the leading lady? I know Michelle likes the whole lawyer angle. I mean, it's okay, but I would like to see her maybe get caught up in a scandal or something like that. And, you know, she loses, like, her law, what do you call it, a law license or whatever, kind of restarts her life over doing something else. Like, I don't, I'm not really feeling the whole lawyer thing. It's just, I'm not feeling it. I don't know what it is. I just, no. Mm. I want to see her mixing up with other people. Like, I want her with Devon eventually, but I want her to do things that Hillary wasn't able to do, to, like, really broaden her horizons and really be all over the canvas in ways that make sense. I don't want her inserted into everything like like a Sonny and Carly situation, but I just want her to be all just to flow through the canvas in ways that make sense and get really built up as a female lead. And then Rodrigo, who do you see as the next leading lady of the Young and the Restless? And what story do you think could submit them in that lead role? So, I mean, obviously, yeah, Michelle Morgan. I mean, let's see how this second take, if they're going to really focus on her and make her the lead. But I go a little different because the show is called The Young and the Restless. Why aren't they focusing more on Hunter King? Amen. Summer. Uh, this is Phyllis and Nick's daughter. And she shouldn't be whining over some dick um, because of Kyle. And no, she should be like her mother. She has. She should be a little like Phyllis, a little bit like Nick, but more like Phyllis. Um, and he's just taking over. And then Hunter's just been. I've adored this girl. I think she is underrated on the show. She's 
won those Emmys. I think did she did she win Emmys? I think she did win a couple of Emmys for the role, and and I think she just deserves more. Um, this Kyle Lola and Summer Theo, if written better, that could be a good quad. It's just written horribly, <laughs> and that's um, no fault to Hunter. That's just bad writing. Josh, I don't know what he. I don't think he knows what he's doing with this young group. Um, the whole show. Yeah, the whole show. Yeah, but you gotta be the young and the restless, and that's how you write your young part. But Hunter King would be a good next generation leading lady. I mean, it's, it's in her the the character's DNA speaks for itself. So. And then, Alan, what about you? Who do you think could be the next leading lady of Y&R, and what story do you think could get them there? Cameron Grimes. They don't use her that much lately, and that's shitty, so she's in freaking bed. But they could spice up Tessa and Mariah by having Mariah cheat with someone, maybe Kyle or Phyllis. Can you imagine she walking in on Phyllis and Mariah fucking... Ooh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> my that, face would be lower. Oh, oh. My face right now. <laughs> 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 I love Alan. <laughs> Alan, I am. I can't. Alan, I'm going <laughs> to cut your mic for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Anyway. Oh, all right. Continue. leading lady I should I do have to agree with Rodrigo I think it should be Hunter King a summer um somebody I didn't like for a very long time and honestly I didn't like summer until the end of Mal Young's run though she's been on the show for seven years it she was just never somebody I pictured as summer um and somebody that I think wasn't very well written and anything else but I think that this triangle between Kyle, Lola, and Summer could really work if it was written that way. I mean, why is Kyle not pining away for Summer at work? Why are we not doing the classic soap opera daydreaming where he's thinking of Summer in sexual ways? And why are we not doing that? Instead, we get Kyle and Lola and pregnancy scares and ugh, I'm so done with that. And... I'm not really a fan of the Theo character. Um, I do say that's kind of getting fixed a little bit. I find the whole Lola and Theo angle intriguing. Um, but that whole younger set, I think Mao Young did his best work with the younger set of The Young and the Restless. Um, 
and Josh Griffith just did not know how to carry those strengths over like Mal Young could. So let's talk about the bold and the beautiful. Alan, we'll start with you. Who do you think should be the leading lady of the bold and the beautiful? And what storyline do you think could get that person to leading lady status? Carla knows, believe it'll never happen. It is black and they don't care about black people and bold and beautiful. But anyway, I would agree. I would, mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would want Maya to start dating Liam. That's the only way she'd be able to get a fucking story on the damn show. <laughs> then they can bring back a recast Rick after like five months. I can see that. And then, Rodrigo, what about you? Who should be the next leading lady of B&B and Y? Oh, God. Um, <laughs> I, I, I would have said Carla Mosley. Even, I mean, Brad said it, that she was a leading lady, and then <laughs> a year later, she wasn't. So, it's on print. It's in print. She is a leading lady. She should be the leading lady of the show, but uh, um, how about that younger sister? Oh my god, I can't find what that little that little girl that plays Hope. I oh, mean, Annika Noel. Yeah, Annika. Yeah, Annika. Annika. Is it Annika? I thought. <laughs> I you know, Annika. You, why you know her name? You know, goddamn Annika. This ain't Empire. You know her name? You know, damn Annika. You know, I was pronouncing her name Annika for so long. Oh, Annika, 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 really? <laughs> she is not that hood. She is a white girl from L.A. I was a little white girl with a pill. Annika. Annika Noel. I think she is, out of all the, you know, the youngest set, she has the most promise. She has Definitely. the chops. Yes. Um, she certainly... And I probably get in trouble for saying this. I think she's acts a lot better than a little bit better than Kim Matula. That's just my opinion. Um, but I will say I think to your point there, Kim Matula was the stronger actress at playing heroism, and yeah. I think Annika is the stronger actress at playing she's badass. Drama. And, yeah, drama. she's drunk. Yeah, Annika does the drama well. Um, so yeah, I think she is a good candidate for that. Um, they haven't had a, my opinion, good leading potential since Carla, but and before that with Jennifer Finnegan. Um, mm-hmm. So that tells you something. But yeah, but yeah, Annika, I guess she would be potential for leading ladies. That is. And then Tiggs, who do you want to be the leading lady of bold? Watch your yeah. mouth. <laughs> when, it, when it comes to them youngins, Annika, she's okay. Jacqueline McKenna's is okay. Uh, 
paid. I mean, she's she's grown as an actress, but she's no powerhouse. No. It's like the character of Steffi, and she's pretty. That's all that that is. It's, it's not like she's this Steffi, and she's not. Over my more West. Okay. Uh, Katrina Bolden flows okay. If she was a bitch, I would like her more. Um, hmm. Courtney Hope. I like Courtney Hope, but they would never let Sally be the lead of the show. Um, mm. What about uh, Denise show. Richards? Mm. How do you feel about Denise? Uh, I like Denise Richards. She she's playing. She do she's doing what she does best: being a sex bomb and being trash. And, you know that, that's what she does best. Um, her and Torsi K have chemistry. I would love nothing more than for her to snatch fake ass Ridge from Brooke. Um. I mean, she serves her purpose. She's a low-budget Connie, but okay, sure, whatever. But no, she don't need to be the lead of this show. Girl. It needs to be, well, of course, Captain Kelly Lane. No, really, Captain Kelly Lane, Rena Sulfur, and uh, Heather Tommy can be driving this damn show. Then they need to sit in the back and eat their food. <laughs> so, I kind of view things a little bit differently. I think... And many people may disagree with me on this, but I feel that Catherine Kelly Lang in the role of Brooke is no longer a lead. She is more of supporting. And I feel that if they kind of strip the character of Brooke, no pun intended, towards her history, and then kind of remake her, that Catherine Kelly Lang could once again be the lead of the show. Because I think that Brooke should be the lead of this show. Not on every day in supporting story, but with her own stories. Because I don't think that Brooke really has her own stories anymore. She's I mean, just, she should. She should, like, she should. Is the only thing that we have left that resembles Erica Kane. She's the only character left. So, of course, she should. But, you know, that's not where we are. I mean, well, yeah. And in terms of acting... No, she shouldn't be. I mean, Catherine Kelly Lane is a good actress, but she's not the best actress on that show. But yeah, in terms of being an iconic character, she should be front and center. That whole show should revolve around Brooke Logan in a way that makes sense. The problem is, Brad the way that, Not the way that they do it now. Brad doesn't know how to write Brooke. I've said this for years. You're right. He writes, he writes her like trash. Mm-hmm. She's not self-realized. She's not self-aware of herself. Bitch, you a hoe. You a hoe on your wholeness, okay? Stop. They, they, they make Brooke feel guilty for being an adult. Like, I don't... Uh, uh, yeah, like, like she you know, is... She, she like, just gets to crying, like... Oh, oh, this why? I watch Pornhub. I'm so sorry. I love you. Like, girl, like, uh, he writes like, 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 it like, 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 um, well, yeah, and she so. needs a new love interest. I think that's the biggest thing. She needs a new love interest, a new character. I don't want to revisit Bill and Brooke or Ridge and Brooke or Thorn and Brooke or Eric and Brooke or 
for God's sakes, anybody in Brooke. I mean, really just create a new path for this character that kind of turns away from the past that she knows because I think Brad really needs to envision what the character of Brooke looks like as the age she is at. She is a woman in her early 50s. She should kind of have a life crisis of being like, why do I want Ridge? Why do I want this man who has betrayed me so many times and caused me nothing but heartache over six marriages? You know, it's time to get Brooke out of what she knows and bring her out of her comfort zone into something new. I agree. Like, I want her to evolve, but not too much. I don't want to be a situation with Erica Kane. Erica was 70, and then still want to be on the Hollywood line. Sit your old ass down. No. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, Susan Lucci. Her ass was an AARP exercise, and Jackson still wasn't enough for her. Wouldn't let her own grandchildren call her grandma. Bianca's kid telling her, your mom's on the phone. Who? <laughs> give me the phone. Give me the phone. God damn it. The D's goddamn hall could have 30 year olds calling her grandma. Susan Lucci could have had a three year old calling her. That was bullshit. <laughs> so, Rodrigo, let's dive into General Hospital now with such a bloated <laughs> cast. <laughs> okay, hold on, Tiggs. Hold on. <laughs> Rodrigo, who do you see? as who should be the leading lady of GH and why? Uh, I have someone that probably, you know, it's, it's, Anthony should be. Interesting. Leading lady. Every time Molly uh-huh. gets on that screen, uh-huh. the, the reaction to her is she just, I don't know why they don't focus on her. I don't, I don't like that damn Christina. I don't know why they, they keep concentrating on her. Christina's a whack. She always comes. She's a 30-year-old loser. I don't know why this character is still... Your mother is Alexis Davis. Your dad is Sonny Corinto. You don't get your get your life together. Get your life. Rick Lanson's daughter has more sense than you. She has more sense. This girl, Haley, is just... She's a great actress. She's a beautiful girl. She comes in when they when they need her, does her thing. And I don't know why they don't. They did it when she was with Taquan. They don't play her. They don't play the character. They, TJ and Molly are the they're the only soul couple that have never broken up. Really, they <laughs> they have no issues. They have no problems. Yeah, they don't play them. So, but Haley, I think, is just has great potential. They keep focusing on these other. Actresses, I'm sorry, some of y'all, y'all don't know what y'all doing. They got this new baby. Uh, uh, Alexis is someone poisoning Alexis, that new girl, crying at the grave over Keith. I'm like, girl, I don't care about you. I don't know who you are. Why are they focusing on these new people? I'm like, Frank, stop focusing on these newbies. When you have an actress that's doing your show for years, you don't use. Like, who can, like, who can actually act? So... Haley's my choice. Rodrigo, what about... I mean, not Rodrigo. Oops. Diggs. <laughs> what about you? Who do you view as being the next leading lady of GH? Um... 
I know with 75 choices, it's difficult. Uh, I, I mean, like, I like little Haley Tulo. I mean, I didn't like, like said it before. I didn't like Molly until she became grown because she was, she was too damn grown. But when she became the daughter, I liked her. Um, I mean, to me, the, the whole show should revolve around Laura Vine and just the house she built. Fucking funny. But, um, well, in a perfect world, it revolved around Amy, but that would never happen. Um, they don't really have any, well, no, the leaders of that show should be, uh, Emmy Rylan and, um, Curse and Storms. Mm-hmm. and Matthew should be driving story on that damn show. Instead of being supporting characters to Cynthia Watros, who's amazing, but only been on there for four months in a shitty world. So, there should be those two. And not being Lucy and Ethel either. <laughs> I hated those. I hated those Maxi and Lulu scenes last week. I, Lulu should have slapped the shit out of Maxi last week. I was so mad with her. But yeah. And then Alan, what about you? Who should be the next leading lady of GH? Eden McCoy. They give her such shit material, but she can act. He's proven that. She doesn't need to be crying at a damn rock. They easily just have Josh feeling like addicted to pill or cocaine or something like that. That was doing something interesting. Why shouldn't Josh be like sorting coke off camera's ass? That needs something <laughs> people. Oh, 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 yes. Okay. Come on. Tell it, Alan. <laughs> I do like Eden. I do like Eden. I like Eden. Eden is so She's cute. I love her. It's just like, God, if we have to do that, we'll have to like endure Carly. Well, and Eden is so much of a young girl, right? I mean, God, that character is so gross now. Like, oh, she's awful. So this, I can barely stomach seeing her and putting on screen. Like, this vomited this. GH was definitely like the hardest show for me to pick. Who should be the leading lady? And I gotta be honest, with the state it's in now, I just wanted to go back to what's familiar. Um, Because I feel like when you're talking about who should be the next leading lady along with the rest of the ensemble, I think GH really needs to benefit from its 56-year history. And so I went back to kind of what I said about Brooke on the Bold and the Beautiful in terms of I think the character of Anna should be the leading lady on GH. I think they should totally strip that character down. It's somebody familiar that the audience loves. I mean, much in Haley Poulos's favor, every time you see Fanola Hughes on screen, Soap Twitter blows up. They love Anna Devane, and they love Fanola Hughes. Do they, Casey? Oh, I think so, yeah. I think they don't love the way that she's written sometimes with the whole Peter and the Alex and... Everything I love else. Ellen, I love Anna, but yeah, Anna, the, the writing for Anna has been shit for the last. And poor Fanola Hughes. Shit. I mean, seriously, this is how you treat really somebody who's become a legend of daytime. I mean, you give her the shitty twin story again that I really liked on All My Children, and you completely destroy it. And then you give her Peter, which I don't understand. 
Peter and his teeter-weeter can go away. Uh, <laughs> so, I just don't get it. to kick ass again. Anna needs Duke, to kick Duke, ass Duke again. Duke died and Anna cried for four years. I was like, damn. All they had was Anna crying. Well, like Alan said, Alan said at one point on Twitter that over-grieving has become an issue in soaps. And, oh you know, it really wrecks a character. And I think it has wrecked the character of Anna because they wrote her into a corner of grieving and they weren't sure what to do with her after that. Well, I think that when we go to discuss Days of Our Lives, we will all have the same thought on who should be the next leading lady. Tiggs, mm -hmm. let's start with you. Who do you think should be the next leading lady on Days? Yeah, yeah and it's so crazy because years ago, I hated that character. Camilla Bennett couldn't act. I hated her. I couldn't stand the character. But after Will was fake killed off, like, you know, she was a comfort. And then Camilla was finally learning how to act. I didn't like that Nick shit. That Nick storyline was awful. I didn't like that Gary Thomas and Chris Wright were awful writers for that show. I couldn't stand that era. Um, yeah, Camilla Ben. Like, I think she had the, the best character development. The best character revitalization since Ron has been writing that show. He has done wonders for that character. Like, everybody already likes Gabby, but to make her a uh, vixen and give her a reason to be a bitch, she, that was a problem with Summer on Why Not. Mal Young did a good job making her a bitch, making her a bitch like her mother, but it didn't make sense why Summer was a bitch. And then Josh Griffith came and undid all that, and now she went back to being preachy and whiny again. Nobody likes Summer when she was like that. I don't know why they went back to that. Yeah, well, she's dragging Nick, that's okay, because he deserves it. But it's like, why are you still being pissy with Phyllis? Like, for what? Do you even know why? No. You're just doing this, you don't want it. I don't get it. But yeah, this should be Gabby. Like, Gabby should be driving stories for years to come. Her and Sal Dollars. I want Gabby and Lonnie destroying each other's lives for decades. And then, Rodrigo, what about you? Who do you think should be the next lead at Days? I second that. Camilla Bannis. I mean, I just think back to the days when she was on One Life to Live. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> the ghetto. The ghetto. But I, it, it's fair to say, I mean, not all of our, you know, the, the, the lead actresses you know today, when they started on shows, they were terrible, too. Mm -hmm. So that's not sure called it. Alice Sweeney, you were horrible when you first started on Days of Go back to the tapes. Go back to the tapes and see the evolution of Alice Sweeney. And we are seeing that in Camilla Bannis. This girl, Ron, knows how to write a vixen. And go back to his other show. He knows how to write a vixen. He knows how to make, write a troublemaking vixen. But give her layers. Give her, give you know, give... Let the, the audience can empathize with her. We love Gabby. We can hate her at the same time. Um, Camilla just, since that storyline with 
her going getting revenge on um, Abigail, Camilla has is stepped up to the plate and uh, she has to be the lead lady. I mean, it's a Latina woman in daytime, 2019 to 2020, being the lead. It's amazing. So uh, my hats off to her. She's done wonders. Alan, what about you? Are you going to make it a three-peat and see, say Camila as well? I sure am. She's still got us. She's just carrying like, her on her back. We currently carrying her on her damn back. <laughs> yeah, she's improved so much. Gabby's the closest thing to Sam you're going to get on my campus. She should be the lead. The was just, I, love, I like Sarah, but don't want to see Sarah five days a week. You want to see Gabby five days a week. I've got to say the same thing as well. I've really got to say Camila. I mean, what more is there left to say? She really has proven in her acting abilities that she should be the next leading lady of this show. There is no more to say. I mean, it's Camila or nothing, really. So let's dive into quite the tricky topic. Um... Soaps have always been known um, for decades and decades before it was destroyed for being the most character-driven medium out there. Um, but for, what, 20 years now, it's been so plot-driven it makes your teeth hurt. So let's start with The Young and the Restless. Tiggs, how do you fix The Young and the Restless to not be so plot-driven anymore? And do you think it's even capable of that? Uh, of course it can. Like, like you said, character-driven storylines. Like, things that just make sense. But, but, like, John Griffin thinking that the last six years shouldn't matter. It's the, it, 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 you can't do that with Paul Marvel. You just can't do that. You can't ignore things that everybody saw on screen, especially things that happened for years. If this wasn't a certain storyline or a certain flashback or scene, he's ignoring years of storytelling and trying to go back and rearrange everything. You can't go back and and, and, and go, go over somebody's grief. You you can't do that. Like, Billy was dead for six years. He went back and had Billy act like she died last week. Now, every time I, I hear the name Delia, my teeth itch. She wasn't cast. <laughs> her death wasn't earth-shattered. I don't give a damn about that child. I don't care. Nobody cares. Everybody moved on. But because Josh Griffin didn't like the way the story was handled back in the day, he wanted to go back and kind of get put his own spin on it. You can't do that. It's just it's stupid. CBS should have laughed in his fucking face when he, told, when he thought, oh, no, no, she's dead and gone. We've moved on. Next, what else you got? Like, I, 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 don't, I don't understand. Like, no, you write the show, you move it into the future. Jack Abbott can't be fucking 30-year-olds no more. Don't nobody will see that. That's nasty. No. And takes me think... Trying to groom his son to run Jabot while Kyle is thinking with his dick, fucking anything but a pulse, and jeopardizing the company, driving him crazy the same way he did John Abbott 30 years ago. That's what we want to see. We don't want to see Jack... Helping Tracy right Danielle still not was about the family and shit. I don't want to see that. Same thing with Tracy. She needs some dick. I want to see her writing no fucking book. She needs to be fucking. 
Do you think Wyandar is the least character-driven soap right now? about my dad that way. so badly, then she'd build a time machine to go back to Jill Farron Phelps era. Oof. So, Rodrigo, um, Days of Our Lives. So, talk to me and the rest of us about how you think Days of Our Lives could become more character-driven. Um, well, Okay, I love Ron. Ron has been amazing at the show. Guess he's just turned it around. There's a new energy of the show. It's hope for the future. But you can't be doing that when you do us when you do seven months of plot craziness. The first seven months of this year, I could not watch this show really because it was just a mess. It was all over the place. Plot, you talk about plots, plot driven uh, ridiculousness. And then when you need character driven story, who do you call? Jarlena. You get John and Marlena up in here with an anniversary party or another wedding, and then you get the character driven stuff. I mean, but the momentum, the momentum needs to stay going. You can't do character and then, oh, we're going right back to plot. That's the problem daytime has. They can't pick and choose what direction they want to go in. So I, days right now is the most, to me, 
it's getting it's more character driven than the rest of the shows. Um, obviously, you see how the other shows are, uh, but I think they're doing a good job now with developing more of that character driven story. So, hopefully, Ron. I mean, I know Ron. You probably will go back to being kooky kooky. Again, oh, you know he will. Look, that time jumps are coming. That's about to happen with this damn time jump. Oof. Well, uh, oh, I don't know. This time jump, I just, I, just, I just want it to air. Just air the damn thing. I want to see it. I'm very I'm excited, very but about I'm it. super nervous. I think it's a great marketing strategy they're doing for it that people are going to watch. And you know you will. Um, but, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. I, I just, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So I think, um, you know, Bold and Beautiful to me is interesting because it's almost split 50-50. I think Bold and Beautiful is super character-driven in terms of its characters kind of stay consistent with who they are, but then that kind of turns around to the plot-driven side very quickly because Brad will change a character for, like, a week to get through a plot, <laughs> and then, you know, it all becomes about the next wedding and when can we have the next wedding ceremony and when mm -hmm. can we do the next wedding? And so I think Bold and Beautiful is caught in this weird 50-50 split where it is one of the most character-driven soaps out there, but then it turns around very quickly for about a week or two to become one of the most plot-driven. Well, the character part, you can thank Patrick Mulcahy and Michelle Beljean for that. Preach. Now, if they weren't on that staff, <laughs> oh, you, Lord can you can forget about it. That show would be a hot, flaming, 24-hour best. But when you get a Patrick Mulcahy or Michelle Valjean script, you will know. You see. You know when they write the show. When you see, you just know it when you're watching that. So I'm like, oh, this is a Patrick show. Or this is a Michelle show. Because they just know how to bring character and heart to their show. And then our other plot messes, right? Red is just plot heavy. So that's where the character stuff comes in. So um, soaps have always been all about relationships. I, You know, the soap genre started 89 years ago today, and it was built on the grounds of relationships, whether it be romantic or family relationships or what have you. Um and one of the biggest things that came from the soap genre were super couples. So, Tiggs, who do you think should be the next super couple on Days of Our Lives? Uh, Gabby and whoever the hell Brandon Barash gonna be in seven months. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a damn. He's your table man, goddamn it. He could be Joe the Cable Man, Suarez, and he needs to be the Gabby, and they need to be hot. He could be Steve Urkel, goddammit, and he needs to be the Gabby. They can be hot. He could be Tom Horton, and be hot. <laughs> if, if, if he got to. <laughs> yeah. Look, I would not put that past Ron. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, 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 I
He could be Megan DeMera. There you go. Ralph resurrected Megan DeMera, and the only way he could do that was by putting her spirit in Stefan's body. Wait, who the hell is Megan DeMera? Who the hell is this? Remember, she was yes, Megan yes, Hathaway. That she was yes, Stefano. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when she died, she was hopeless yeah, framed for her and murder. And, 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 and Pookie and Marcus and all them. I know about all that. It was all them damn Demiris back in the 80s. I'm just like, ooh, girl. I that really wish she would come back. Go back and watch some old days episodes. I love You thought the Demiris were messes now? They were, ooh. Them Demiris were crazy. All of them. What's that other one? Renee. Renee Demiris. Oh, I love Renee. Renee. Well, yeah, you know, I did yeah, a Demera. I did a Demera family tree, which I posted on Twitter like two months ago, and Stefano's got like nine brothers. <laughs> so I mean, oh lord, it's a mess. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Rodrigo, talk to us about uh, Bold and Beautiful. Who do you think could be the next couple on that show? <laughs> <laughs> anyone, but, anyone with Liam, anyone but Liam. God damn it, Jesus. Um, Bill really doesn't. They haven't done like a super couple in the making since. Oh my god, it's been so long. I think. Oh no, it's been. They used to do it so well back in the day, and you had. But now, this I don't. I don't. I, uh, I don't know. There's no one. You could have said Rake and Maya. They would have. They had. You know. They. What they could have done. What they could have done. Jacob Young and Carla Mosley just had that. They just had a good rapport with each other. I yes. love their chemistry. I thought they were going to do something with them, but I guess not. Poor Jacob. But, uh, poor Carla. Mostly. Um, yeah, poor us. Shit. <laughs> no Avons. No Avons. I'm like, where? You got them? Okay. But, yeah. I would have said Rick and Rick and Maya. They were played. But I don't see any other potential. All the other couple, they suck. I'm sorry. They're terrible. Um, what's his name? Liam's brother. Oh, Lewis, Wyatt. You know, Wyatt. Wyatt. Wyatt's always in bed. With, first, he was out with Kate. Then he was out with um, uh, uh, Old Sally. Then he with uh, uh, Old Sally. Rodrigo <laughs> said that like she was 60 years old with a like, Old Sally. This ain't Darling Conley. Young Sally, whatever says. And then... You, you, you said like her name was Big Cheryl. Uh, <laughs> Big Katrina, Cheryl. Then Katrina Bowden's character. Uh, I, I can't keep up. Why was just... Why is her name slow? That's so slow. Because she's got a heavy oh, flow and a wide right, set vagina I'm like that girl of Mean Girls. Like, girl, what? Yeah. But, yeah, I don't... 
Bone and Beautiful is just the least, the least couple, super couple. Um, in the well, Bone and Beautiful is a good moment. You just yeah. know good is going to happen. You just like, can it not be awful today? That's all. First of all, you're going to have to help us again. They freaking do the weddings every five minutes. You can't get invested in couples. Yeah, I'm like, Brad, nobody wants to get married. It's like, you don't know young people. Like, they don't want to get married all the goddamn time. It's like, stop. For real. Stop with these weddings. Like, come on. This is that all you know how to yeah. do is weddings? And it's like, enough. Like, you well, don't know how to write these We barely want to go to work, let alone get married. See, and like, so to me, of course, they wouldn't be a super couple, but I think it would be really, really hot if Thomas and Shauna had a little fling. Oh, that's a Thomas. I mean, he did that. He... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so no, sick I mean, of that Thomas, character. Thomas needs better writing. Like, I don't mind him being a villain, but he just needs better writing and better rhyme and reasoning. Just like. This this so-called justification is just, is stupid. It doesn't make sense. Like, why all of a sudden she's crazy and obsessed with hope? And this is so stupid. Like, it doesn't make sense. It's entertaining to see him cause trouble, but it, it just there's no rhyme or reason to it. I need some rhyme or reason to it. I don't need you just starting shit to be starting shit because it's Tuesday. I need it to make sense, and it doesn't make sense. He's just obsessed with hope. This is stupid. So, Alan, who do you view could be the next super couple of General Hospital? <laughs> uh, like a horrible one, since pairings on that show are kind of few and far between the ones that have chemistry. The only one that really has chemistry right now is Willow and Chase. You want to see those two fucking. You want to see her eat his ass. You want to see them together. But the writing really isn't there. They don't really have them doing anything. It's just hot. Uh, yeah. It's just hot to look at. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah they're beautiful. Yeah. They're too pretty yeah. together. Yeah, but they don't have no story. Just, they don't have a story. The story with the baby, you know, that needs to end. <sighs> I, just, I just pleaded something like a twist. Like, what if Chase was that baby's father? What if they could write that Chase had a sling with Nell? And now that right there, trying to pass it out as Michaels, and you could do something like that, and maybe they could do like a story for Chase. And that what, would be cute because if, yeah. if I remember correctly, when, when Chase first got to the show, it was established that he didn't know Nancy before Yeah, yeah. So you you could set there something do something like that, and with this, yeah. They will be a chase has to be boring. Yeah. Don't nobody want to see Michael with that damn baby. No, um, I that one. Nobody. I don't know. Michael's an asshole. Y'all can't even get him a decent love and see he has chemistry. When he don't got chemistry with that boss, they don't have chemistry. Like, I don't want to see, he can't even be hot with a woman. I don't want to see him wearing his no baby. I don't care. The closest he had was with Sabrina. That was the closest. I thought they were cute, but. Oh, I miss Sabrina. I really do. That's just, neither character had nothing else to do. Hello. Well, and Michael should have been Michael should have been a father of, the, of Sabrina's baby. Now that was an injustice right there. Now you want well, to no, they, they went back and rewrote it because they're still that yeah. was the beginning. That was the beginning of their their fuckery. All this rewriting for, for, for nothing. 
Well, to me, I think the next super couple of The Young and the Restless needs to be Summer and Kyle. I mean, I think Michael and Hunter have excellent chemistry. I think it's high time just to get Michael out of, well, Michael Miller as Kyle, out of the Kyle and Lola story. Because I actually think, and I don't know if you guys noticed this too, don't you think that Lola and Theo have way more chemistry? Yes. Yeah. They can be fucking immediately. Exactly. Like, I, I would love it. I would love it if she ends up being the one to cheat. It would be yeah, great. It would be great. A, 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 a She's crispy, too high and mighty. Mouth, little nothing. And could you imagine? Everybody thinks that that, that playboy Kyle is going to hurt Lola, but it turns out she's the one that's going to hop on his ex-friend's dick and ruin his life. You know that what it reminds right. me of? Uh, I see I think... Bond, he can act. Just the right thing that doesn't make sense. Lola uh, and Summer... He, he, he went from being a jilted ex-love of Kyle, not just sitting around with him. Yeah, he don't want to fuck everybody. He Lola and Summer, to me, kind of remind me of Phyllis and Ashley. Because, you know, everybody already knew Phyllis's shit. And even if she wouldn't admit to it, everybody knew kind of how slutty Phyllis was. But then you had Ashley, where she was looked upon more highly. She was more of the high and mighty woman when it came to Phyllis. And everybody was, like, okay with her being ho-ish. But they are, like, they were ready to crucify Phyllis for it at every turn. And same with Summer. You know, everybody's like, oh, Summer, you know, you're such a whore and stuff. And you're so ho-ish. And then Lola has no faults. She's perfect. So I would love for her to sleep with Theo just so it knocks her off her pedestal. Just so she has something, a black spot on her heart. I I think she's a... Good actress. Um, she is. Sasha Cali um, is a great actress. Cali, yeah, Cali. I think she is. Sasha Cali. I think she's she's a good actress. When she first started, she had a lot of problems. When Mal introduced her, I was like, oh, who's this firecracker? She had she didn't take no shit for nobody. And then when they had that, when she was getting oh, mad about him buying her days. purse or whatever the fuck that was, and she getting mad about him giving her gifts and stuff, I'm like, oh, where? I would have and dropped. Like, to my knees the moment Kyle bought me yes. that purse. I would uh, ooh, I would have given him the best night of his life. Uh, if you don't want it, you could have sold the shit and pocketed the money, dummy. That would have been good. Can you imagine <laughs> if Lola had sold that purse? <laughs> Shoot. But yeah, Sasha, I think she's I think she's great. But Lola's moment. They need to spice her up. They need to give her some faults. They need to humanize this character. Yes. Come on. You know, and nobody really minds a heroic character if you just make them human. You know, I think if Ashley Abbott had always been so high and mighty and had never 
done anything wrong, that she would have been a boring-ass character. But then you give her something else. You give her um, she not finding out she's an abbot, and you give her the love affair with Jack's sworn enemy, Victor, and that made her more than just a holier-than-thou character, and they need to take the same route with Lola. So, Right. Yeah. So Lisa died in July to have her actually bang Theo mm-hmm. all over that damn kitchen. Yeah, I want her to, like, I want it to be a situation where Lola misunderstands something between Kyle and Lola. Uh, uh, so Lola, I'm going to call her Phyllis. She wishes. So, <laughs> and, like, you know, she, she, she goes to society crying and, and whining in Spanish and all that. She runs in the field. Why she got a you know, wide in Spanish? <laughs> I don't know. That's the hell of a Anything to make interesting, because right now she can get hit by a truck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 In, in the words, in the words of Jay Z, having a fair acting act like an adult for once, Lola. Okay, and just do it. And just do it. That that would spice that character up so much. I would be like, yes, finally something. For this character. Oh, God, she chaps my ass. She'll, she'll never <laughs> Oh, she chaps my ass. So, Tiggs, what are your final thoughts on what we've unpacked tonight? Um, well, my final thought is this. Now, you know, we didn't get to the court, you know, last week, like, well, earlier this week, like we were planning to. And I got something to say to you motherfuckers. You so fans out there. Yeah, I'm talking to y'all. In terms of Gabby versus Lonnie, I, I I totally understand how it can be seen as racist or whatever to have like a black woman begging for a racist white woman to a Latina and blah, blah, blah. It's not that serious. It's not a Supreme Court case. It's a goddamn soap opera. I wholeheartedly believe that Gabby is going to get her ass got by Lonnie sooner or later. Like, everybody on Twitter trying to make, make it seem like I'm, I'm sexist and misogynistic and all that can kiss my ass because it wasn't nothing like that. I'm here for good entertainment. I, I told them I was not trying to tell any woman of color that she should feel a certain way. I was not. I was stating my opinion and telling you your opinion was stupid. Yes, you can feel however you want to feel, but I'm going to agree with it, and I ain't got to agree with it. It was stupid. Well, and it's a soap opera. It's a soap opera. It's like, this is no different there's other robberies. Vicky and Dorian did horrible things to each other. Sammy and Nicole. Catherine Kate and Jill. Kate and Vivian. Brooke and, 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 and Stephanie. Brooke English and Erica Keene. They did awful things to each other. So why the women of color can't have none? So only the white women can do horrible things to each other? Well, isn't like, that if, setting us... If white women doing this, if, if, if Jennifer was on her knees begging Eve, there would nobody have said shit. So why is it such a problem now? It's a soap opera. Well, and now, doesn't it set us back more? If had, had an issue, I'm pretty sure she would have went to somebody and was like, I'm not doing that. that, that no, no. There's two actresses of color in that scene. Well, yeah, it's two minorities uh, in that scene. If she would have been uncomfortable, she would have went to somebody and said something. 
She would have said something on Twitter. We know Sal. And I'm pretty sure somebody played that shit. So, like, I'm sure if she felt uncomfortable with those things, I'm pretty sure her and or Camilla both would have went to someone like, can we do this another way? But no, it was played as it was a typical soap scene. That's all that it was. It was and people typical. will come in my midst trying to attack, attack me, like, no. Well, and we've it's, always said that we want rivals of minorities. I mean, these are mm-hmm. two leading ladies of color, and yet you don't want this just because they're rivals now? I'm sorry. Just because they're two minorities doesn't mean they're going to play nice with each other. You know what I mean? Like, why do the two mm-hmm. women of color have to be the goody two-shoes on the shows. It goes same back to the ABC shit with, like, Evangeline having to be the lawyer and this person of color having to be the cop or the judge. Can't these women just be two strong women in their own right who disagree? I mean... Gabby and Lonnie is... It's, it's good so. It's, it's, it's traditional. It's... Like I said, it's Vicky Dory. It's... That's Stephanie Brooke. It's it's that it's in that caliber. Uh, the only thing I don't want Lonnie to do is keep doing what Gabby wants because she she mad. Exactly. Next week, um, Gabby gonna ask Lonnie to to leave Eli the, uh, the altar. Bitch, where? I would knock that. I would knock you out if you ask me some stupid shit like that. So Lonnie need to like, okay. Let, let, get, let Gabby, you know, get a little morning period, but she got to let her know, bitch, you, it's expired because we're mm-hmm. not doing that. Period. So that, they need to do that. I don't want Lonnie, uh, you know, always crying with Gabby and letting her run all over her and whatnot. So she better buck back on her. That's how you do a good soap driver. So, but it's like, like they were saying, though, it's. It, Control Gabby, some kind of control with Julie, like that, and she could make sure her ass dies with the with the switch. I could see her blackmailing Lonnie that way, but her just demanding it without any real blackmail or something to push her to like dump any lies. It's stupid. It wouldn't make sense. Yeah. Well, you see that wedding happens. We've already seen that the wedding's going to happen in the promo. Um, Well, then it makes you think what Gabby's going to do. Because, you know, Marlena said, oh, nothing's going to ruin this perfect day in the promo or something like that. So, I mean, it kind of makes you think what's going to happen. She said that about every wedding, then she get kidnapped. (laughs) Or shot. (laughs) Marlena moves and she's like, hmm. And then yeah. she gets kidnapped. <laughs> I mean, damn it, Marlena. You just set yourself up for the bullshit, girl. <laughs> well, Rodrigo, what are some more of your final thoughts? Final thoughts. More or less is queen. Okay. <laughs> we didn't discuss uh, this whole podcast. This cannot be stressing up. Uh, Love you, Maura. Ava Jerome, this past week, is... I don't know why this lady is not well, she's not shown five days a week. Um, Ava. She's the baddest on that show. She's like, the baddest. Ava, bitch. A- Ava like, Ava as the villain, fuck it. We can paint her as the villain. Well, she's the one motherfucking poor child that got some fucking balls. Ava 
when Ava does something awful, she don't want to bother like Sonny and Valentine did or try to blame somebody else. I did it. I make me a goddamn martini, bitch. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah. The continued, and I want to say I'm, I'm sick and tired of the of Sonny and Ava on scenes together. It's it's the grossest. Yes. Um, it is. It's, I'm surprised somebody at ABC hasn't been like Sonny taunting Avery in front of Ava like that and just with that that smirk on his face. That's what Ava should be like, enough of the bullshit and go to war with that ass. Ava I mean, needs to pop, Sonny, is what she needs to do. Julian and Ava, this is my wish. Julian and Ava need to form again. I need my badass Jerome sibling saying, fuck it. Julian's pissed already with this Kim situation, and I know he wants to get back with Alexa, but that's with this other psychiatrist, with the psychologist dude, and Ava has had enough, and they just come together and say no more of this bullshit anymore. That's what I want. But, more or less, God bless her, you can throw all types of shit at her, and she will knock it out of the park no matter what, and make some goddamn sense on these storylines. So, that is my, that is my final thought. More or less is queen. What I wouldn't give, I just, I I just need her to, to, I just need her to get Sonny and Carly up against the fucking wall. Yes. And just to be like, and just be like, look, I'm going to have equal rights to my daughter. Because, you know, don't never give us old custody. So you're like, you know what? I want equal rights to my daughter. And I don't get it. One of you motherfuckers getting put up under the jail because I have the proof. And you won't be able to run from it this time. So what's it going to be? I want to be a situation where they are caught dead to right and they no way Sonny, Carly, or Chase can weasel their way out of it. No yes. way. Mm-hmm. And she has evidence she's ready to turn it over to the state attorney's office and to tell them, look, goddamn it, y'all just had this little baby. Y'all want down to be raised by the man? <laughs> what y'all want to do? And then, Alan, what about you? What are some of your final thoughts over what we've discussed? Josh Griffin needs to be fired. I'm tired of mm-hmm. being a very single white female shit with Adam trying to live his life. It's bullshit. The whole show's fucking bullshit. Trying to get yeah. Nirvana the money to freaking Kane, even though I know it's probably orderly to go back to Nirvana. fucking racist. And the thing, that's his first explanation for the sword for Devon is to give his money to a black man's money to, to a white character who defrauded Catherine. I don't understand in the whole Will story why they're only questioning the legitimacy of the Will pages. But why are they not questioning the legitimacy of why Catherine would leave her fortune to somebody like Kane? You know, they all said, Kane, but hello, it's not just the surface of gasping and saying Kane. It's the fact that this man deceived this woman for, what, a year? I mean, 
I can't even with why nobody's saying that. Um, over that shit too. Like Jill, you're the worst. Always supporting that that he's a scam artist. You prefer Kane over Billy sometimes, and that is sickening to me. After um, everything this man has I done think, you know, with I think like, what the fuck, Kane? That's how much he fucking supports him. Yeah, at least I could have like be sleeping together. Why did you just play that? Have Kane sleep with Jill? Oh god, <laughs> at least that, that would have been something I don't get Jill trying to be a mother to this boy he is a con artist and if they do not well, get Kane away from my Phyllis Summers I will riot a CBS I will fly a plane over CBS saying fire Daniel well, Goddard well, they need to get Michelle Stafford something to do over there because she is not doing anything why is a lead actress in a supporting she, role might as well stay at GH because well at this point at this point, GH was giving her better story. She does her greatest hits. You know, like I said, she whispers to Nicholas. Yeah. You know, she she you know she she giggles with Jack and she's pissy towards Sharon. She wears the tightest clothes. Like, okay, she has moments. her moments. her Where's the story, Josh? I bet Michelle Stafford. You wanted her so bad on the show. If I did Tony to get her, and then she ain't doing shit. I'm like, ugh. Well, then Josh Griffith even said that getting Michelle Stafford back was at the core of making fans feel like they were watching The Young and the Restless again. But why are you not doing anything with her? Why? When she was on there, when people fans were watching her, she had storylines. That's the difference. You just plopped her on there just to be like, oh, remember? Remember when she, you know, the rest was good? Look at, look what we're doing. Look what we're doing. I mean, Gina Tognoni was on like every damn day with Front Burner Story. And as soon as Josh Griffith gets a hold of the show again, Phyllis is. A recurring role. I mean, my God, Tracy's got more story than Phyllis does. And then Phyllis would not be hanging out with Adam. No. Like, this is stupid. No. Like, Phyllis don't have time to be hanging with this little boy all goddamn day and plot with him. Phyllis can plot her own way. She plots on her own. She don't need no help with no man to do this shit. This is dumb. It's stupid. And it needs to stop. It needs to end. They need to give Michelle Zappel a better storyline. Give her a story, period. That's not involving Adam. Why isn't she getting revenge on the Newmans on her own? Like, she don't need Adam. I wish, you know, and in fact, I've got to go here. So I adore Mark Grossman. But Adam is eating the show alive. I mean, Overkill. he Overkill. is scenery Kill. chewing more than Gloria did in the first two years that character was on. It is outrageous. And it's so sad that you have such a great actor who almost looks burnt out some days because he's on five days a week. Why uh, would you give a new... He's new to daytime. Yeah, brand new. And that baby had never him. probably seen a soap. My mother, so, yeah, 
my mother used to be the biggest Young and Restless fan ever. And she only peeks her head in about once every five months. But <laughs> she asked me, she was like, oh, why is, you know, Adam in Vegas again? And I was like, oh, you know, because he's running away from Genoa City and Victor Victor faked his death again. And she just laughed. <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> I mean, there should be no reason why... Victor, at 115 years old, should be faking his death again. I... Victor, sit your ass down somewhere. You stop doing these. You, this is not Bill Bell era. Younger, like, stop. Stop with these schemes. He should have been arrested. Okay. That was like, he comes back alive. Everyone's like, oh, okay, Victor's bad. The only okay. good part of that was Phyllis being like, how dare you fucking hurt my daughter like this? That was the best part of the whole story. Well, the whole story. I will say about Phyllis. Phyllis is the only character that reacts to things like she should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when Chelsea first came back, she reacted to all like this is bullshit. Like, yeah. She even said she was like, "What is Sharon going to say?" She's the only character that keeps it like a hundred. She keeps that same smoke. She don't like you. She don't like. She don't like Chelsea. She's speaking for the audience with Chelsea. Like, this bitch is getting away with all this stuff. She's a con artist herself, but all oh, y'all love her now. Like, okay. Um, and what is this mess with Adam? I mean, not Adam. What is this mess with Kevin? Why is she? Why is she, is she getting Kevin a bunny longer? What, what is she doing? I kind of forgot what she's doing. Like, go. Is Josh Griffin like here on the thirteen again? <laughs> like Kevin and Chloe don't—they—they're they, peripheral characters. They were brought back just to be brought back. Chelsea and Chloe. Pick one or the other. They're the yeah. same yeah, character. Exactly. They're the same character, basically. Uh, I don't need both of them. I'll be fine with one. I hate Chelsea. Is like that I said, she with Adam. Oh, she don't need to be on this show. She only sparks with anybody playing Adam. Nobody else. She didn't spark with Billy. She don't spark with Nicholas. She didn't spark with Dylan. I she think she sparked with Billy Miller. And leave Connor with his daddy. I miss the Chelsea that I fell in love with. I loved the character of Chelsea up until Mal Young took over and did that whole Jordan Kirkwood plot line and all that stuff. But I used to love the character of Chelsea. She was my favorite character. I always say that she was the best character created out of Maria Bell's tenure on that show. I mean... Well, we all know like it wasn't Daisy. Like I said, <laughs> no. Chelsea, Chelsea was only good Michael Mooney as the character. Yeah. Because Apparently. nobody gave a fuck about nobody gave a fuck about Chelsea until she got with Adam. She would, like I said, she would have been killed off during Sweet Stop Billy and Victoria if she wouldn't have sparked with Adam because Chelsea was pointless. 
she got with that. And that has always been her money shot. It always will be her money shot. It is sad, but true. Some characters, they just work with a specific character. Like with Kane. I mean, yes, he had problems with Victoria. They didn't want to go there. Okay, whatever. He had problems with Tracy. Daniel Goddard didn't want to go there. Okay, fine. Well, people only like you because of Lily. And not just Lily, Crystal Khalil's Lily. Crystal Khalil doesn't want to be on the show anymore. So without her, you are her important. You are nothing. So why are we paying you? serviceable for 10 years now get the hell out of my studio it's time to go okay, it's thank time you, to go thank you for, can you already get a real estate license yeah okay. <laughs> either yeah. that or you can host uh, you can thank host you a fifth service. hour of yeah. home and family on the hallmark channel but we don't need you here baby. oh hell oh hey they, they doing reboots he can shop around a beast master reboot go ahead yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alan, what are your uh, final thoughts? Josh Grover should be fired. Is my final thought? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lord, child. Okay, Alan, like, condoms rolls. Condoms. Shit. Well, uh, Alan, where can they find you on uh, social media? At Alan Frazzle on Twitter. Oh, that was sweet. <laughs> Tiggs, where can they oh, find right. you? He's, on so yeah. like, he's like, follow me, you there. guys. <laughs> Gosh, gee willikers, he sounds like Adam Gregory's Thomas. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Rodrigo, what about you? Where can they find you on social? You can find me at Rodrigo's World 81. And then shit. Talking shit, as always. Tiggs, my <laughs> darling, where can they find you? Like Elizabeth Weber said, period. <laughs> well, you can find she, she, me. She did say that like she was from the south side of Chicago. Like, come on, girl. Yeah. She said that like she wanted an Italian beef. Come on, girl. Well, you can find me on Twitter um, at Clone Riva. You can find our show on Twitter as well uh, at Soap underscore chat. And we will see you guys in a couple of weeks because this was actually meant to be our mid-season break. So, enjoy the break.
Bye, Tweety. Oh, bye, everybody. See ya. <laughs>